Hey, this is Kurt. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, before we get started with the episode itself, I want to let you know of an event that's coming up called the Escape Room and Puzzle Games Online Summit. This is a two-day event, March 18th and 19th, and it's a, it's a training. It's all online, and we're going to be talking about setting up escape rooms and variations at your camp. We've got you know how to set up a low-cost escape room, an introduction of mystery trails, how to do a 15-minute pop-up escape game. If you have the space, we're going to be talking about setting up a semi-permanent room, puzzle races, a bunch of puzzle ideas, an introduction to tabletop escape room style games, and we're going to be talking about portable escape games. So if this is something that you have thought about putting together at your camp or other youth organization, then you'll definitely want to check it out. All the information can be found at scamp-life.com. That's S-C-A-M-P-life.com. And from there, you'll be able to find the information for this Escape Room Summit. Links will be in the show notes. And now, let's start the music. Welcome to Summer Camp Programming Podcast. Woo, 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 woo. I'm Kurt. (laughs) (laughs) Woo, 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 woo. I'm Kurt. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, Rob. I'm Chris. (laughs) That's not how I (laughs) tell when it gets towards the end of the day for us. (laughs) All right. Every fourth episode gets a little goofy. All right, and today we're going to be talking about program binders, or I should maybe maybe binders, maybe not just program binders, but yeah, binders in general. Binders. Yeah, any kind of binders. Uh, I know you have binders because you print out my stuff and put them in binders. Well, I have binders because that is what I needed when I start. I didn't have anything when I started, mm. and so I'm always wait, wait. constantly the, to the director of- before you didn't have anything. No. Nothing. There was really? nothing left. And so and it was like very much, okay, how do I do this? Okay, where's it? And I, that first wow. year was like, oh. but even my first year as a program director, yeah. the guy before had nothing. And so it was me coming up with it. So I'm constantly trying to think of the next person. I mean, I even, my binders now have gotten a lot more, what is it, electronic. And so I kind of have a whole, Okay, here's this, what you need for this. Here's, you know, this file folder that you need for these things. And it's not so much hard copy binders as much as on the computer binders. But yeah, I mean, that's why I've done it. Then how do you share that with, like, say, an an activity person or a program director? Well, we have everything. We have a network here at camp. Yeah. So the important people that have important jobs get the network and they get to be on it on their computers. (laughs) Okay. The CITs that don't need it don't get to be on it. (laughs) The CITs. Yeah, no, I should hope not. So uh, let's, what kind of binders do you have? Let's, let's go over your first one, I guess. Yeah. Well, so I, so I have a whole gaming binder. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Look, so we call this program binder. So I was really looking at programming stuff. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. But yeah, so my gaming, I have games that have worked that this this did great with this age, this group, and then games that like, okay, this bombed. We tried this. And so it's kind of there as a, for the next guy to come along and go, 
hey, they, you know, oh, I have this great game idea. And they, they can look at it and go, oh, this didn't work. Like I think of human foosball. Human fo- I always hear other camps talk about it, And I've had people all the time, oh, you should try this. You should try this. I see this on Facebook or whatever. And I go, I actually did try this at another place. And it, it bombed. Like it didn't go well. It just didn't work well. You know, it sat empty. And so I, it's in my little binder. This is what didn't work. And so I, I now it might, it might work at my camp specifically. It was a different camp I was at at that time. But that's there. And so the next person can kind of see, oh, yeah, Chris tried this or Chris did this and it just didn't work. So I think that's part of the the binder. You Not just the good stuff, but also things that are. Eh, this, so this is it. this an actual binder or is it in your computer? It is. OK, yeah. it's so yeah. now this binder, do you have tabs for mm-hmm. big group games, small group mm-hmm. games? Uh, rainy day games, the, the counselor games. <laughs> oh, wow. I think this guy should, uh, it's got a little bit of everything it's on it, thick but thick binder. <laughs> it, it is. It, I think it's three inches. <laughs> the, it's very fat. It fits in my little, uh, bookshelf over there, but yeah, it's got a lot of junk in it. Then, uh, I always find it hard, you know, with games specifically to read a game and understand it. It's almost like you need a video bind, like, you know, a yes. video version of a games binder in a way just to go, okay. I think I did. I put that. I say, I thought I wrote that down. I was thinking that, but pics or videos of it in action. Yeah. Just so you can yeah. just see it. I can see over the years, it would get really, really thick and mm-hmm. almost you'd, you'd have to prune it a little bit saying, yeah. like you say, you, you have one page where you're like, we tried this game. And mm-hmm. it didn't go over very well. So you take that sheet or the two sheets of the instructions out of there. You're like, well, yeah. we don't want to do that. Let's take it out. Let's only keep the uh, the five star games in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I keep two. I, I have a little. I mean, I just write on it with a pen. When? Like what year? Like I used this summer of 2019 and we played it with the younger kids camp. And so that way I can see, cause I'm always, if I go somewhere or, or doing something, I'm always like, crap, I think I did this once already. Or I did this three years ago. I don't remember the kids. Remember I don't, I'm right, getting old. Right. Um, and then that way I can look and see, Oh, we did this two years ago where it's not time to do it again yet or to mix it up. But. Yeah. I like the idea of taking program binders and giving them to, let's say you have a games director, games <laughs> facilitator and being like, Here's the binder of all the stuff that we do. If you want to add to it, great, but make notes on things that, you know, didn't work or work or what have you. Same with archery. Okay, here's your archery binder. Yep. Here are a bunch of archery, cool archery games that you mm. can do. And here's, you know, instructions on those. If you find something on the internet, print it out. You can add to it. Put it in there. Yep. Make some some notes of, hey, you know, it's, it's almost like getting a recipe and going, okay, well... I I found the rice burns if you do it at this yeah. temperature. So I'm going to make a little note off to the side that, hey, mm-hmm. only do it at this temperature. But make notes like that with whatever your program is so yeah. that future people can go in and be like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. The Boy Scouts did this well when I was at the Boy Scout camp. They they had a binder that, that got – they collected it even at the end of the – the season, like you have to turn in your archery binder before you're done. And so we can give it to next year's staff. Right. And right. Like, it was good. I no, I, def- I definitely well. think, I think it's, I think it's something that if you have program binders, I can see it stays in the, you know, the archery storage area or the mm-hmm. crafts shack or whatever, yep. wherever they're, you know, it can stay. Um, but also I like the idea of having backup binders in the office, right? So mm-hmm. let's say the archery director says, 
hey, you know, I found this thing on Pinterest, this game, it looks really good. I'm going to print it out. Okay, print two copies because you're going to yeah. print one here. and You're, you're going to lose it. <laughs> and you're going to put the other copy in the program binder, the archery program yep. binder in the office so that we have a backup. So in case that one, yes, does get lost <laughs> or gets rained on and everything washes out or something like that, you have your backup binder. I think that's important to, to have um, or put well, it on the computer it, like you do. You mentioned recipe book to one of the things we do is we we almost make our binders kind of like recipe. Here's the materials you need, mm. and then I even have them. You know, if we if we bought the materials, like so, we had to go shopping and get the stuff for it. Where did we buy it from, and how much did it cost? So we can kind of see. So I can look like you know our slingshots one. I'm thinking of. Um, I know that I go to this website to buy the cheapest slingshot replacement. Um, string rubber right. because I looked forever for it and this is where I go. So now the next guy can pull open the binder and go, Oh, this is where I buy replacement bands is right, this website. Right. Here's how much they should cost. Um, and just makes it a little bit easier to find stuff when we want to recreate this five, six years down the road or whatever. Exactly. No, it's a good idea. Speaking of recipe, do you have a, do you have a recipe binder in the, in the kitchen? I don't, but we are starting one. And so, because we are changing up the way we're doing our kitchen this year and, and trying to make it a little more sufficient and different things. And that's one of the things we're going to do is we're going to create a whole, here's the kitchen binder and everything that should be in the kitchen, everything you need to have. Here's all, here's the meals, here's the recipes, here's what you need for this. In case whatever the, the food company doesn't bring this this time, here's a backup, you know. And, right, and so we're right. going to have a whole binder for that because we haven't before. And it's been difficult when something happens and something gets messed up that we're not ready. We're not prepared. And that's so. something you can you can tab, you know, breakfasts, yep. lunch, dinners, snacks, desserts, poultry or what you can you can yeah. really divide that thing up to make it really easy to find a, a recipe that's going to work. If, if, especially if you need it last minute. And he, I say uh, the guy that our program director used to be our kitchen director. He was awesome and he wanted to do programming more. And so he's been doing that for the last several years. Right. Um, but he was really good because he can even, you know, we're going to have him put down like, you're going to need two people to chop this up while you're doing that kind of like fit for a camp kitchen. I mean, when you think of normal recipes, it's kind of really planning for one cook not where you have three or four cooks in a kitchen right. at one time. So right. that way he's even going to kind of set it up that way. Like have one person start doing this while you're doing this part of the recipe. I, I, yeah, it's good. Cause I think it's important, you know, whether it be in the kitchen or would be out in activity for somebody who's never done it. Right. You're like, okay, mm -hmm. I want to write this for somebody who is completely yeah. new kitchen director for dummies. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and then if you end up hiring somebody who does have experience, yep. They may be like, okay, there's a little but. Yeah. They're going to be maybe able to add stuff mm -hmm. in there too for future kitchen people. Yeah, that's the goal with that, hopefully. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah, it's a good idea. Now, what about – I know you don't have like head counselors. You don't have unit yeah. leaders or anything else. But I think you could have like a head counselor binder. And I got this idea. This is from one of our uh, – one of the roundtables I had from Jill Corsock, I think. And basically, I'm just going to read it here. She said, our uh -huh. staff took a good look at the way they manage all the paperwork our day campers turn in on Monday mornings, in addition to rosters, planning sheets, field trip information, etc. It used to be stored in file folders in a tote-type storage box that they took wherever they went, and they found it, of course, cumbersome and didn't quite have the organization they preferred. After a quick brainstorming session, they decided that each head counselor, 
they have four, would have their own three-ring binder with the information included on their own specific camp and the whole camp at large. So they created tabs to include rosters, medical release forms, letters from parents, planning sheets, field trip information, accident forms, copy of the camp guide, uh, and include zipper pouch for pens and spare change, cell phone, et cetera, et cetera. While I'm sure other campers use binders too, it was the brainstorming and thinking outside the box that gave them the freedom to come up with a better idea. Mm -hmm. And we're always striving for that. No, so yeah, sure. having that, you know, as opposed to here's the camp binder with all the medical <laughs> stuff. We're going to lug that thing on a field trip or whatever, but you maybe not break it down per counselor, but per either unit head or head counselor. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a cool idea. Definitely. I like that. We've done with our counselors, we've almost done more of a Pinterest board for them that they all get attached to of, so like we have a counselor bag Pinterest board of different games and stuff. Oh, and okay. since Pinterest has a new um, button where you can click tried this, liked it, it worked or whatever, then they can kind of do that and share that with each other. Of, oh, I'm do I'm trying this or I'm doing this. And so they all kind of have little things that they can share. <laughs> That's neat. I didn't even know they did that on ideas. Pinterest now. It's a new thing. I did. Huh. Yeah, it's kind of cool. That's so. cool. Pretty helpful. But yeah, and I even thought, I mean, we haven't done this because I'm always afraid it's going to get deleted and gone forever. But I'd love to even kind of create some Google Docs because this time of year, as our counselors are kind of preparing a little bit, they're so far away. They're all over the U.S. And and if I could create a Google Doc and send them links like, OK, here's the binder for this. Here's the binder for that. And it's all on a Google Doc that you can edit and be a part of as well. But I don't have to mail you this big binder, bring you this big thing, but it's all here online. It makes it a little bit more simple for that kind of stuff. Yeah. And keeping electronic that way. But one of the things, you know, if, if you talk about ropes or something there, it's very, hey, here's the ropes. Here's uh -huh. everything. Here's the activities, blah, blah, blah. Well, one thing that always seems to be, especially if you have a new program director and they're coming up with special events, that always seems to be something that's like, where do I start? What do I do? You know, mm -hmm. if I want to do a carnival, where's all the yeah. stuff and what games should we yeah. do? Or if, if I want to do a dance, where's, where's the music and where's, you know, how long should it be and everything else? So I think a special binder specifically for special events would be mm -hmm. awesome. You know, it's like, yeah. okay, here's special events. Oh, game show. Let's see what we got. Tells you yeah. everything to do, everything, you know, all the rules, all the equipment you need things that you've tried that didn't work out and whatever <laughs> and be like, okay, awesome. Now I've got a template for running a yeah. game show. And so I think having a special events binder would be very like useful. That. We've started uh, two new binders that we started doing the last couple of years. Cause we've been going around to schools a lot um, is our uh, escape boxes. So we have our little escape rooms that are in boxes right. that we can bring around that and our team building. And we've been marking which, puzzles we've done at what schools and what places and when so that way if they call us back next year or whatever and say hey we want you to come bring your escape boxes again i can pull up my binder see the date and see oh i came to you last year you did these puzzles ah. so i need to mix those puzzles up or we did these team building games so i need to mix you know if it's the same kids i need to mix it up because they're going to know the answer already or they're going right. to know how kind of do the team building. it doesn't really work as well and so that has been helpful that we have these lists now that I can see. And then when I mix things, I even my trivia nights, I've started doing that. I have all these trivia nights that are already created. 
but I'm like, oh, did I do that? Like, where I need to mark down. I did I do that <laughs> at this place? Which ones have they already? Because sometimes I'll I'll Frankenstein trivia questions to make one big event, or I like, <laughs> oh, I like this one out of this one, and yeah, so I need to know which ones they've done where. And I think that's helpful as we go around and travel to see that. But that works the same. Totally. I mean, even here at camp to know, okay, we did these puzzles with the younger kids. We did these puzzles with the older kids. And so I can flip flop them and move around from year to year to make sure no one's repeating and getting the same junk. Yeah, no, for sure. You can have binders as well for uh, outdoor ed. In fact, mm-hmm. in fact, we did thinking back, all the instructors did get binders of all the stuff we needed to teach. And yeah. so it was, you know, and, and, even more information. Like if kids had questions, you know, about yep. a certain tree, it had a bunch of, of things and they made it clear. It's like, don't feel ashamed to say, let me look that up kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And let me grab the binder. Can't keep everything yeah. in my head and straight, but it also had some like team building games, anything that the instructor, the outdoor ed instructor would be, you know, responsible for teaching or leading. And mm-hmm. it was all in our, in our binders. And so that was, yeah, each of us got one of those and it was really, really helpful. I just, uh, I just bought about two or three. I had paid $5 for them on Am or not Amazon, uh, Facebook marketplace, some Kindles, some really old Kindles and no one who's reading Kindles anymore. I, you know, you got an iPad or whatever, <laughs> fire or something. And I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I can throw all of my outdoor ed stuff on here. And then when the outdoor ed people are going out, they can pull out the Kindle and click on their whatever they're working on versus I got this huge honking binder. I got to carry around, flip to it. And when you're working out in Did, nature, you don't have anywhere to put your binder. You, don't have you know, and the little Kindle could be right there in your hand. So I got to get all that. We all had backpacks. Yeah. I'm thinking like you pull out a big two, three inch binder and you're opening it up there in the wild and you're like trying to flip through. It's just, it's kind of a pain. That's but, true. All every page it was yes. um, in a, uh, a pouch. It wasn't mm-hmm. laminated. It was in a pouch mm-hmm. and it was cool. It helped because, it, you know, where uh, at camp it snowed and everything else and you needed yep. to protect those pages. But yeah, putting those together or switching things out was a real pain. And when um, that one, one little binder clip gets off a little bit and every time you turn <laughs> <right>. the page, <laughs> comes out. Or Lord forbid that it actually opens up and everything just flies yes. out. <laughs> uh, so interesting. did you try so the, uh, try that? We, we just got them. Okay, gotcha. So I haven't even uploaded anything, but I'm like, oh, I'm going to try that this year. I don't know how easy it is big... to search for things on a Kindle. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't even messed with it because I've never owned it. It was, I always had the iPad, okay. so it's, it's got like a oh. old technology. Okay, Gucci. Like, I know, look at me, I'm fancy. <laughs> I'm like, I got to learn this old technology. But that was one of the things that our counselors complained about last year with Outdoor Ed was it was, it was such a pain. And we'd always, I felt like I reprinted the instructions almost weekly because they got torn up. They got lost. They got whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe let's try this. I may be replacing iP- or not iPads, uh, Kindles. We'll see. Right. Right. But I'm going to try this and see if it helps any and makes it a little bit easier. I think one thing where the, it's all black and white, right? Yeah. 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 So I think that Kindles, uh, for something maybe like crafts wouldn't work too too well, mm-hmm. right? Or even games. Like if I could right. get a fire or something to show a little video. Although if you on, had a, if you had a, uh, a tablet where you could pull up a video that that might help. Um, yeah. But I, I think of crafts, 
here's one place where I think having multiple binders, because there's so many different crafts you can do, mm-hmm. and you can have them like the small one inch binder or half inch, you know? Yeah. So there's ones that are like for things that you use for yarn or mm-hmm. wh- whether it be material based or whether it be theme based or whether it be whatever. Um, but you can definitely get with your crafts director and be like, how, how would this be best for you to be laid out? Yeah. So that they can just grab a binder and say, okay, here. And like you said, here are the best places to order these supplies. Uh-huh. And um, Well, and if you have a craft room, that's where you store your binders exactly, for that. Too. Exactly, exactly. Where outdoor ed doesn't, doesn't always work as easy if you're out and no, trying no. to get everything out. Yeah. The, the other thing that I thought a binder would be good for are themes. So mm-hmm. if you're doing themes, it has all your games, nope. your activities, your competitions, your decorations, your costuming options, uh, music, and then, you know, schedules that you could possibly do. But everything that you go, you know what? This year we're going to run a pirate. Grab the pirate binder. Let's see yep. what, what we need to do, what kind of activities we should run, blah, 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 and to have that. And to start that out, go to patchwork.com. Grab right. some of my theme ebooks and just, the, you, know. <laughs> you know, the hardest thing is adding to the binders and remembering to add to them. I, I have had staff so many times that, that they'd turn in a binder that it looked exactly the same as when I gave it. I go, you didn't do anything different. Oh yeah, we did all this stuff. You didn't add it to the, you know, trying to get them to really right, right. be on top of being proactive with adding it. Um, I haven't done this yet. And I think I may start adding this is if we hear, suggestions or even complaints from staffers or campers about a game or an activity or something to write those in, you know, eight year old camper said it'd be more fun if we did it this way, or you should stop doing it this way or to just kind of write that in or put that in on the paper and the game. So would you do that? Let's say, let's say it's, uh, you know, the armadillo run. I'm making something up. sounds like a fun game. That's a, that's a game. And you've got a sheet in your binder (laughs) that has the armadillo run and it's all like on one side. Would Mm -hmm. you make your notes on the back side of that or would you put a separate piece of paper? I'd have it on the back. Yeah, me too. And I would even, I'd almost, I'd have the back of everything almost printed like a chart that would have label or, you know, the columns at the top that would like date played, where played, notes on, you know, notes or complaints, suggestions or complaints or whatever from people yeah. that did it. And so then that way it's otherwise your, your counselors, you know, you almost have to have that table lined up and printed on the back. So it's easy to fill in. Yeah, makes it simple. Exactly. exactly. But, yeah. I think that'd be, I think it's a great idea, but I think that's been my biggest thing, even with the binders. Every time I do it, it's like, Oh, I would have loved, you know, I, when I create them, when I have these, like I would have loved to have had this when I was doing it. I, I wish I would have had this when I had that. And well, I think that's so helpful. I think as a as a program director or director, if these are binders you want to take with you, then make a third mm-hmm. copy or, like yep. you say, put it on an external hard drive or something that you can yep. just be like, okay, I'm taking this with me. Mm-hmm. Instead of taking that camp stuff and a new director like yeah. Chris comes in and has nothing, yep. right? You know that director took all that information and <laughs> with them and so – well, and it might even one day be beneficial to you. I, I know like you've done a lot of stuff that when you were a day camp director and stuff that you have, you're now right. doing on patchwork or even Michelle from training wheels talked about how when she was a counselor, she did all this stuff. And now that's her, her job is that right. she 
sells and does all the stuff that she did as a counselor. And so saving that and having it could be very beneficial. Totally, totally. Yeah, no, I think binders are very, very important. I know I worked at camps that didn't have anything like that. Yeah. And this is before internet. Yeah. I remember working in one of the first camps before internet. So not only did we not, I mean, you had to try to, is there a library mm-hmm. book that, yeah. no, it is all coming from your head. You got to figure out. Yeah. And then you ask like somebody who's been there before, Hey, what did you guys do last time? And it's all secondhand information and it's yeah. not, it's incomplete. And so having binders and, and the experience from, you know, past staff is really uh-huh. important to do. And if you're not doing that, you need to start it now. Get you on. should start it. Yeah. Get on it. Get on it. You know, yeah, this I, is the perfect time of year, like yeah. your end of January, get, get started on those. So you have stuff to sure. give your staff and, and have, and, and call your staff from last year. I, I know my staff, well, at least my staff, I'm pretty sure they all would. But if I called them like, Hey, I'm working on this. Give me some input for archery. Give me some, the, you know, what'd you do? What worked? That they would love to be a part of that. They, that that's fun for them to even get to help and mentor future counselors and future staff on totally. creating this kind of junk. You know, it's funny. We had a, uh, I, I, I don't know if it's silly, but um, one of the binders that we had, the the, day camp, the last day camp I directed was a binder of all the camp names. You know, I have on my, yeah. on my mm-hmm. site over 500 camp names because when staff came in and it was a requirement, you got to pick your camp name. They're like, I have no idea. And it's like, well, great. I've got a list of over 500, but you can't take anything that, a staff, you can't take a name that a staff member who has worked here, I think we had like the last three years, they had to be gone for at least three years. But I have that is like crossed out mm-hmm. and said available on this date, right? And so you go through this, this binder and you're like, oh, I like, oh yeah, that's not available for two years. Okay. <laughs> but you see other names and, uh, and it was funny because most of the staff, they only use it as inspiration. They would come up with names that weren't even yep. in there, but they'd be like, Oh, I get, I get the idea. Right. Uh-huh. Um, so, Oh yeah, here's an, how about this? And that would just be like, Oh, I got a new name to add to the binder. <laughs> That's going to yep. be available in three to five years. Um, but we did have, we had a binder even for that, for yeah. camp names, get a big old bookshelf and invest in some binders. That's right. That's right. <laughs> So, I mean, a lot of this really helps out program director. So our question of the week is, what do you wish someone would have taught you before being a program director? Oh, oh my goodness. When I was answering this question, I retyped this about five times. I wish I would have known. Like, I wish I would have known how to deal with homesickness. Oh, I wish I would have known this. But I think the thing that looking back, the thing I learned the most when I first took over as program director out at camp, um, I did all the sports and all the games that we've always done at camp. Oh, we got to do, you know, this football game. Oh, we got to do this extreme Frisbee. We got to do this. And it wasn't for two or three years that I started like, oh, I wonder if I can throw in this little puzzle activity or this fun kind of logic thinking game. I, I call them game for nerds. And that is what really everyone really loved. And, and that's what I would have loved as a camper if there was more games for nerds because I was that nerd. I was the one that I, I don't care about steal the bacon, but you give <laughs> me a, a puzzle activity or something like that. And I would have excelled. Oh, I would have loved that. And so I wish somebody coming in another program director would said, Hey, don't forget about the nerds at your camp. Don't forget about, <laughs> you know, make sure you have games for everyone to enjoy and everyone to be a part of 
Because once I started doing that, oh man, we kicked butt. It was awesome. No, I totally because agree. Because I don't know why I became a program director. Because growing up, I hated the program time. I hated that game time. That was that was the worst time of camp. And if we could have skipped that, I would have been happy. <laughs> so, so but, when I but became it, a program, you know, like archery is a program. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like any of the sporty stuff. That was not my thing. I crafts the, is a program. Crafts, crafts, I enjoy. But like we had that game. A specific, right, the, the game time, the yeah, big yeah. group game. True, yeah. and it, you're right. The game time is always uh, an active, uh-huh. uh, athletic type of game. You know, it's never cornhole. No, no. <laughs> it's never uh, puzzle <laughs> stuff. It's always capture the flag or dodgeball or something. So I totally get what you're saying. It's true. It's true. Oh, I like that. So just the, you, what, just the fact oh. that if somebody would have taught you, hey, it doesn't always have to be an yep. athletic game or, or well, physical active game. I think my problem was I, I grew up at this camp. I worked. This is the only camp I had ever known. And so I did things that not the camp you're at now, this. but you're, you're talking about no, the camp not, that, no, right. it, I think it's actually, I, because I've been at so many different camps, I think that has what's helped camp good mm. news to be better is because sure. I have all these experiences from other places. And so just knowing all that junk, but yeah, and this is what we did growing up. So this is what I'm going to, no one ever told me you can, you don't have to keep doing these things <laughs> right. year after year. You can, you know, branch out. <laughs> but how about you? What, what, what do you wish you were taught? For me, I wish I was taught how to effectively supervise staff. Right. So I get, you know, my first program director job and programming is fun. I totally enjoy that. Um, have a blast. But when it comes to, or when it came to, I'm much, much better at it now. Um, but when it came to actually supervising staff and when they've got an issue, you know, not that's a camper issue where we can deal with, I had experience with, but when it's like an issue with them personally or, or their feelings uh-huh. or just to be that supervisor that's encouraging or that is a good listener or that says, Hey, you know, you're doing a good job or mentor them and show them the right way. No, I was never taught that. I don't think program directors usually are taught that the director doesn't come up and say, let me mentor you. No, they just hire Mm -hmm. you and they're like, go to work. Um, here's how to do paperwork or here's how to do, you know, here's where the files are. Here's where your program binders are. Um, but they don't say, I am going to teach you how to be uh-huh. an effective supervisor. There, were, there was no, And there's no class in, in, in college or in high school or anything. There's nothing, unless you're reading on your own, taking books. There's plenty yeah. of great books out there that if you take the time to read, you can pick up stuff. But to have somebody actually say, in this environment, in camp, and, hey, I'm going to show you, here's the tips and tricks and if, uh-huh. you know, if somebody comes up to you, I mean, I remember having an interaction with a lifeguard and I can't remember what it was. She, she asked for something and I, I didn't give it to her or whatever. I don't know if it was time off or it has to be time something. off. It's a lifeguard. <laughs> That's what they were asking for. <laughs> but anyway, she starts crying. So she's crying. I don't, I don't oh, know way how to, to go deal with this. Totally. <laughs> so as she's crying, the director comes in. And he's like, what? Actually, he didn't say anything. He just went to his office and shut the door. And uh, we finished our conversation or whatever it was. It didn't end well. It always kind of stuck with me. And then 
he opens the door as soon as she left and he's like, come in here. And I said, yeah. And he said, what, what happened? You know? And, um, he goes, why are you making the staff cry? She's a great girl. She was returned. I was new. She, she had worked there before and she's a great girl. And, and I, why are you making her cry? And basically he was like, you are this bad guy. So I think we talked about, but I remember specifically that he never said, here's the way you should have gone about that. Uh Or here's what I would have done or, you know, any kind of guidance whatsoever. It was like, you know, just give her the time off. That was Uh kind of the, you know, just, just go ahead and we'll, we'll find somebody. It was something like that. That was the solution. Yeah. But it was never training me or, or showing me what to do. So not only do I wish somebody would taught that before I was a program director, but when I was a program director, Uh you know, and it was me pretty much, I never had a quote unquote mentor. It was me doing this extra reading books or, you know, going to workshops and watching people and what they do and, and that kind of stuff and trying things out. But never did I have a director who was like, let me show you. The association I'm part of with our conferences, Mm -hmm. the NARBC, we actually just started that this year of a, a mentorship program. And one of the things that they said was like, we all came to this and learned by failure. Yeah. And like yeah. how much better could our camps be if we mentored each other? And, and so they like right now, all of us, you know, you can go to this camp for this and this, and you kind of go around and travel and, and they're helping even kind of help cover some of the costs of travel. Wow. But awesome. to go and learn and mentor so that we don't, the next generation of camp people is going to be so much better because we're not learning by failure, but we're learning by someone else's failure right? and, and being even better. And oh, Well, yeah. I look at, you know, the something like summer camp society, mm-hmm. um, which I've heard great things f- about. And I still, to this day, even though I, I've been on the site kind of reading it, I still don't know exactly what they do or what, <laughs> what it is, but I've heard so many great things and it, it's, it's definitely for, you know, they, they market it towards uh, newer people, younger people mm-hmm. than, than say me. Um, but to have something like that, where you've got, yep. you know, people who are saying, here's what we did and learn from our experiences, but mm-hmm. also let's have these kind of round table times yep. and let's discuss the experiences that your peers have had and what you can learn from them. Man, if, if summer camp society had been around when I was mm-hmm. first getting camping, oh, yeah. it would have been a game changer. And, and I think, you know, a shout out to them plugging it sounds like a great uh, program because, again, I have, I've heard nothing but good things, and I wish I would have something like that, right? Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Totally. Well, and I think that's a big – I mean, even with this whole episode, if you're sitting here listening, look back and go, what what did I need or what did I fail at or what did I bomb on? And then create that. Make sure there's that and you're mentoring that and you're teaching that and you're right. creating a binder for that. Right. For the next group and the next generation of camp people because – as much as I love myself and I think I'm amazing, I, I want this camp to succeed. Don't and we continue all, Chris? Grow. We all love you. We think you're amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, who doesn't? But, <laughs> yeah, I want this camp to continue to grow after I'm done here and I move on. And, and so to help the next generation to help make this place even better. I, the camp I came from, I I, I mean, it, it, the camp I worked at, I love that. I grew up there. And so I'm always like, hey, can I help you with this? Can I do that? Just to help you know make us better. Well, well I and, think that's and, so important. and it's important to whoever you hire as mm-hmm. your program director or your unit leaders or even a counselors mm-hmm. and, and program staff is to 
share with them your experience. Yeah. Like not don't just I'm taking my football and going home. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't just teach, hey, here are the policies and procedures. Here are the camp yep. games and songs. But but take some time individually, especially with the person that's right, you know, if if you're a director and you're working with the program director, teach them to work with the unit leaders mm-hmm. they could work with, but teach them how to effectively supervise and teach them that yes, you don't have to do all sports. You yeah. can do other things and let's talk about what we want to do and you know, be and a, share with them your part failures of a team. too. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Let them see. I, I mean, and lead by example. I, oh, you know? and yep. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, totally. it's important. I think a lot of times that directors, we kind of get into the office and we have all this office work to do and, and, and stuff instead of going out and being like, let me, let me mentor some and mm-hmm. let me make sure that this, that the person I hired. Yeah. Of course we want to hire the person who knows it all. Right. Who doesn't need any of the help, but, but I'm already working. That's not Goodness, realistic. So you can't hire me. <laughs> I'm unavailable. <laughs> uh, you can hire me if you want. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I so want to get back into camping, but I so don't like, like I want to work at a camp again, but part of me is like, I don't want to lose what I had. Like I want to be able to yeah. have the freedom to just kind of go to other camps and still do my writing and everything else. But Ooh, I miss being nope, in the nope. fray, right in the uh, that mix. Uh, I, I there's no time. That's my problem. Maybe I'm I'll like, come up I to your camp no and just volunteer for a, a week. I have no time to do anything. That's my problem <laughs> all the time. <laughs> oh my goodness! But, cool. Well, I think that's yeah. it. You have anything to add? No, we. Can't, I I don't know if you can hear. We both kind of got on our soapbox a little. And go, Look, this is so important. Yeah, and and helping. I, and people are listening. I mean, they get this. They understand it. But do it. Don't just be like, yeah, I wish somebody – do it for someone else. You know, Right. Like, yeah, no, I totally important. agree. Before you go and mentor, whatever podcast app you're listening to, go and That's rate right. and review us. <laughs> just going to say. <laughs> or at least rate us. You know, maybe, you yeah. know, you know it's a review. <laughs> and, and use us as, as some of your program binders. You share this with some of your programming staff and – send them our way to maybe we can help out some i mean uh, the whole point we're kind of doing this we don't get anything monetary out of this at all this is just to help other camps be better and be awesome because i wish i would have had this podcast growing up (laughs) yeah no for sure for sure well from around the campfire this has been kurt and chris thanks so much for listening